This is Sean. And today I sit down with superhuman father, fraternity leader, Kyle Carnahan. Kyle is a husband, father, firefighter, skateboarder, and musician. We discuss in detail both our journeys to become better versions of ourselves. Kyle's superhuman father's organization is responsible for changing the mindsets and bodies of hundreds of individuals who desire to be better fathers and have better relationships, not only with their kids, but with themselves. So without further ado, please welcome Kyle Carnahan. What's up, Sean? You, brother, you, man. man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put this out here, man. I'm, I've had, this is my 12th, 13th. Um, 14th podcast. I mean, I have like six or seven out, but 14th, man. This one, man, is a little scary for me. Okay, <laughs> this 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 is an iron sharpening edition of Straight Up with Sean. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna melt some faces, brother. And um, the good thing is, we're on the same team, so there ain't nothing to be worried about because uh, we're, we're we we want the same thing for these people. Yes, we do. And it's yes, about about service and changing lives and. And uh, with that in mind, we, we can't be stopped, man. We've got the power behind us. Man, I, I was telling uh, I was telling my uh, my cousin yesterday, day before, I was like, man, I was like this. I wish he had something like this when I was like younger, you know, yeah. just trying to figure out not just fatherhood, but, you know, what what it to be in the midst of a marriage and understanding your wife and those kind of things. Because the thing that changed the relationship that I had with my oldest son's mom, for me anyway, was what I went on a men's retreat and just talking to men who had the same issues as I, you know. Uh, um, so it, it was cool to see that dynamic because you always think that you're going through it alone. Yeah, yeah. As a man, truthfully, as a man, we are really quick to like celebrate our accomplishments, you know, but we are just as quick to hide our weaknesses and what we struggle with. Yeah, I, dude, I love that because... Um... I mean, that, I'm seeing that magic happening in our group. I didn't know wh what to expect as this started to just change and grow into more of a, a, a really like a marriage and family forum of men just helping each other. And um, I really liked that. That was a life changing experience for you because uh, that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm looking for is those, those epiphanies and moments with these men mm -hmm. that cross over and, and, and finally see clearly, see the light. It's like, right. okay, this moment where it's like, oh, oh, I, I get it now. Right. You know? Right, 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 right. And th this is one of those, uh, this is the podcast, man. I'm not planning on speaking much. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, my man is on fire. I, I love the transparency, man. I love the relationship that you have, you know, with your children, with the wife. Um, and just, you know, diving into some of like, you know, your accountability tools that you use and that kind of thing, which are total opposite of what we're taught. Yeah. Total opposite, you know, because like I said, we're not taught transparency. No, we're not taught. No. We're not taught to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And because we are not taught, in my opinion, we're not taught as kids growing up that it's OK to be hurt and to express that you are hurt. You know, you take those same kind of attitudes into your adulthood. So when those times come, what do you do? You, you, you shudder, you know, you shield, you, you know, you bite back, you yell, you know, and those are the things that you're taught because those things as a kid went, especially if you're an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. You so can, with you, uh, brother. You can use some dominance there. 
you can use some lashing out and some bullying to get by. And right. in the end, what is that really? That's being a scared little bitch. Like, yeah, right. right? Exactly. Is. You know, and that's the epiphany that guys have is like, like we were just talking about, um, we had our, uh, we got a group called the, the Order of the Warrior Monk within the Superhuman Father's Brotherhood, which you have to be invited into. You mm -hmm. kind of prove yourself that you're committed to the program. And then we invite you into this order so we can mm -hmm. be around even higher level people that are even more committed, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I can really let loose in there. I tell the guy once they get there, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm a fucking psycho. If you don't roll with this, that's okay. You can go back to the regular brotherhood. That's fine. You're going to do really well. You're going to get ripped. You're going to have a great family. Yeah. But in here, I have zero, zero boundaries. So, yeah. you know, so it's a cool place for me where it's like just the cream of the crop of the guys that are just like me get in there and we fucking commit to just being this, this level of man that, man, I thought, I thought would be impossible, but when you have yeah. a group of guys holding you accountable and, and it's just at the forefront of your mind all day for years, like shit really starts to change in your life, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we're going to dive into that, man. I got questions, but oh, just, I'm sorry for our audience. man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do this. I did we go for our audience, brother. Tell, tell people who you are. Yeah. I'm Kyle Carnahan. I'm the founder of superhuman fathers. I'm a fireman. I've been married for 20 years. I'm a skateboarder. I'm a musician. Um, I am a creator. Uh, shit. I'm just a, a guy that's trying to do some epic things in this world before he uh, hits the dirt and is back in the grave again, you know? Yeah, shit, man. Real, real talk. And I caught you. I found you because I did the uh, podcast with Brian, you know, Dad Up podcast. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to B Ward. Yeah. And I, was like, I, was, I was like, look at this dude, man. I was like, oh, yeah, that's who I need. <laughs> that's who i need I, we need to touch some people here as opposed to the fluff and some yeah. of the other stuff you know yeah. not acknowledging our weaknesses I was yeah. like, let me reach out and yeah. ironically man it's one of those like this has been a blessing because i love connecting people i think we're all connected in one way or another doesn't matter where you come from what you look like all right all right kyle's in kyle's in. <laughs> I, was like, Bro, I, I don't like when people are are like changing their lives and making moves like i'll never say no ever yeah. i don't care who it is like if someone's making moves to make the world better and being creative and, and taking action, like I'm in. I receive that, man. And I, I see that on you. I really do. I see that on you. And I know, uh, you know, you and I have never met for those who, who are listening right now. We've never met, man. We just share a connection, you know, wanting to be better than what we are. And yes, that yes. is a journey and it never stops, never yeah. stops. So with that, you know, like I say, I applaud you for being transparent. I love the relationship that you have with you with your kids and with your missing i wanted to dive into that and the journey that you had with your transformation man tell, tell us tell me about that like you wanted to be a superhuman father yeah yeah i mean i'm just like every other guy get that, that gets married like you're going from this kind of place of selfishness and then and then you're supposed to you know you pick this wife because she's hot and makes you feel good you know <laughs> But you don't you don't love her yet. You think you do, but you don't. Right. You don't even know right. what the fuck love is. Right. You know? you, you've been so stuck in your own head and you picked her because you're attracted to her and you're like, and she's nice, cool. But you picked mm. her for you, which is nothing wrong with that. But now you made this commitment to God, the universe, to each other, where you're just like, hey man, like now we we're, we're gonna go to war together. Mm. And shit's gonna get real. And it's like what now you know like how committed are we now 
Right. And, um, and, and anyone who's married knows like that first year is not always easy, especially if you're young and selfish. Yeah. And, um, you know, I found my, my, my wife crying in the bathroom with the door locked a lot of times. And, um, hmm. me just being like, man, what, what crazy bitch did I just marry? Like, this is crazy, you know? Right. And, um, and, and it took me years to realize that I was a fucking problem, bro. Like hmm. I was a problem. Yeah. Cause I was insecure and I was trying to be so controlling alpha my way. And, uh, and, and I wasn't listening and I was just telling her how she needed to be and how it was. And I couldn't just shut the fuck up and, mm. and, and then work as a team together to, to, to have a dream and accomplish that together. Yeah. You know? We were on two different roads and she wanted to be on one with me and I didn't let her. And then I left a, just a trail of trash behind me wherever I went, dirty dishes, socks on the floor, clothes everywhere. Mm. You know, I was chasing my dream to move up and make money while I just destroyed the house. And then we had kids and I wasn't diaper guy. And I wasn't, I was just a piece of shit that uh, talked about all the problems in the house, but I didn't help. Mm. And then when I started making money, it was even worse because I was young. You know, I made my first hundred G's when I was like 24. I was feeling mm -hmm. pretty rad about myself, you know? I was like, oh, shit, I just hit six figures at 24. And so I was feeling like I was pretty badass and I was doing my job as a dad. So, you know, I've worked, uh, you know, whatever hours I worked. And at that time, the market was really good. I was worked at a bank. So things were coming easy to me. And I was just mm -hmm. like, I was a dick, man. And, yeah. uh, and I came home. I was like, man, I, I already paid for all this shit. So I'd sit around. My wife would cook and clean, and do all that shit, take care of the kids. And I was just like another kid, man. Oh, wow. Wow, <laughs> bruh, and, and uh, I, I can identify with so much of that. Yeah, you have you have no idea. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and 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 this is what I would say to anybody listening to your podcast, and and we're gonna get somebody right now. Mm. Wake the fuck up and look at the destructive behavior that you're creating on your family, and how much your wife carries you because you're such a bitch. <laughs> Just, just look, please look yes, internally. Right. The way you treat her, the way you talk to her, the way you have expectations of her. You know, maybe you get home from work and dinner's not ready. Dinner's not ready? Fuck mm. you. You cook dinner, bitch. Mm. Like, this, this is the problem with most marriages. We, we got to help each other because sometimes your wife's going to be off. You don't know what day she had. Like, True that. I'm doing everything, bro. I'm going to walk in the house. If there's dishes in the sink, they're mine. And yeah. And, and I will teach them by example. And if it takes years for them to catch on, then mm. so, so be it. Patience, yeah. love, energy, kindness. Like this is what we have to be in the home as a father. Or fucking leave. But <laughs> we'll bring in bad energy and complaining all the time. Like you're destroying everyone around you. Yeah. It's not, not productive, man. Not productive at all. I agree. And I was, man, I was like, okay, well, I know I definitely want to touch on you using uh, social media as a tool to keep yourself accountable because yeah. that, that yeah. shit right there, <laughs> seriously, that shit right there, bro, is counter to what anyone else, because on, on social media, you know, you can be and create anything you want. Yep. It, it, it's, it's a make-believe world. So to have that kind of trans thing, man, as a father, particularly as a husband, you know, society would frown upon with some of those things man touch on that bro how, how did you use social media to keep yourself accountable yeah man like 
so I'm a fireman, dude. So social media is like a fupa as a fireman. Like mm. on social media, the guys are like, oh, you look at look at Mr. Look at me. Oh, what, you <laughs> trying to get attention, bro. Right. What they don't understand is that they're the fucking bitches because they're afraid to put their real selves out there. Mm-hmm. Like when you're uh, clowning on somebody for putting themselves out on social media. Right. Sure. Could somebody just be clamoring for attention? Sure. I, mm-hmm. I get that. But let's be real. Like the guy that's telling you, well, you just want attention. He wants attention. Right. That dude right. wants attention bad, right. but he's too scared to go get it. Wow. Like he, and, and you know what? If he wants it, he should probably go get it. And he should probably do something good with his life and get some attention. You know? <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, I, I would say that it was very uncomfortable for me to go out on Instagram. Extremely, extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to have a voice and some impact, man. Like, and, yeah. and I was like, this is a, this is the place. Like I can get thousands of people to listen to what I have to say. And, and I'm pissed about some things about mm-hmm. my past and myself. And there's some, some things that saved my life, my marriage, my spirit, my, yeah. my, my just, just, just saved me from having an average shitty life that I have to share with the world. And mm-hmm. so I don't give a fuck. I'm putting it out there because I know it's going to help some, or I hoped it would help someone. And then man, when the, when the transformation started coming and I really started to have effect on other men, I was like, fuck this. I'll take all the hate in the world. I'll take a fucking boot to the face. I don't care. I'm yeah. coming at you yeah. full speed yeah. ahead. Like whatever the consequences, if I can just save one more guy, like, yeah, <laughs> so Damn, yeah. that's where yeah. we're at now. You know, um, yeah, that, then that, that is why you're on the show, man. Really, that is why you run a shot. I could throw a rock in any direction, you know that, and get a motivational speaker or someone to help you overcome. But that kind of realness that you carry, brother, I applaud you. If nobody else is telling you, I applaud you. And I know that transparency that you've been sharing on social media and that kind of stuff, and some of it comes across. <laughs> I was looking at when you forgot to put the snow chains on the car. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. He told you. Fuck. So, so embarrassing, bro. As a man, it's emasculating, you know, but, but, but man, I mean, fuck, I know this now. Like, I know this now, if I'm dealing with it, there's thousands of other guys that are watching it dealing with the same shit. Yeah, bro. And they go, oh, thank God. I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, ego, man. You know, we, we all have it. We all have it, bro. You know, I was born in the back of a, a 57 Buick. 56, 57 Buick. I was born in the back of it. Yeah. Uh, because my mother, well, no, bro, I'm, I'm here. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom would not give my father the satisfaction of being right. She would not. <laughs> Her water broke. She was having, you know, pains and a whole nine. And he had two kids, probably my oh, two older brothers prior to that. He's telling her, let's go. You need to go to the hospital. <laughs> my mother, being my mother, <laughs> would not give him the satisfaction of being right. <laughs> once the pain became too much for her to handle, they jump in the car, run downtown, LA General, he backs the car up, and she's in the back seat, so out I pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, bro, you know, but e- egos, man, on both sides. Yeah. No problem with any of that, man. Yeah. Talk, talk about um, examples, man. Most, I won't say the most challenging. Okay, I know I want to frame this. You guys face all we, we all face challenges. The most common challenge that you find with fathers? Uh, anger and gluttony and addictions. Those are the three. Hmm. So like um, yeah, like you know, guys call me because they're they 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 just lack discipline. They lack hmm. discipline, man, and they say they're gonna do something 
and they can't. They just keep failing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they don't know is they're totally normal. So like, man, I said I was going to get up in the morning and I keep I keep mis- snoozing my alarm and then I don't get my workout in and then I'm upset. So I eat like shit all day and then I get home and I just I'm like fucked up the day. So I'll just have a few drinks and those free few drinks turns into a lot more drinks. And then they're like, well, I just got fatter and dumber and lazier today again. And mm. I didn't push my life forward at all. And fuck me. And then the next day they're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to drink and eat. It's not worth wow. it. Right. Yeah. So that's the place that that most these men get into. And that's an average man's life right there. That is the average man's life is right there. That's how they roll. And shit, man. Okay. Yep. So you just in discipline, just touching on that. How, how and that that I think that would be hard. Because you can't really teach discipline. Discipline comes from patterns. So you teach patterns. Is that is that how that works for you guys? I teach a feeling, man. I teach a, a, a perspective that's different. Yeah. And the perspective is I seek this place mm-hmm. of suffering. I seek it. I seek it because it's it's where I grow. And 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 if I if I don't follow through, then my wife and children will not respect me. And they will follow my lead and they will the darkness inside me will go to them in their lives and, mm. and they may figure it out, but from someone else, and it won't be me because I never fucking figured it out. They won't come to me, they'll curse my mm. name. They'll say, My dad gave me this curse. Because right. he never figured it out. And you try right. to give them advice when they're older. They're not going to listen to you. They're not going to listen. They're going to be like, you never figured this shit out. Shut the fuck up, dad. You're an idiot. Yes, 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 man. Is that what, I mean, shit, to me, that's hell. Like, yeah. so, so what are we doing here? We're painting what's at stake. That's what's at stake here. So that's one piece of what's at stake. You also, like, you want to have a shitty marriage? Let your wife watch you not follow through with what you said you're going to do over and over and over again. She doesn't trust you. And if she doesn't trust you, she doesn't even feel safe in your arms. You think that you think that the reason why, like, she never instigates any anything with you, mm. any uh, sex, um, like, she doesn't instigate it because she doesn't trust you. Mm. Like, this is, I'm t- I wrote about it this morning. It's so fickle. The trust of our wives. So when you sleep through that alarm, tick, huh? He's not falling through again. Mm. It's it's an, it's it's subconscious, and like you will feel it in your connection with her. Yeah, man. You know, true, bro. Well, I'm gonna yeah. start this workout program, babe, and then you and then you shit the bed again. She, dude, she doesn't trust you. She's like, I gotta carry this fucking family myself. Damn. And then you put on top of that, coming home from work like an asshole, sitting on the chair, having a beer, just watching TV while she's doing all the work. You're fucked, bro. You try to ask anything from her. Like, yeah, right. Intimacy and connection on a spiritual level. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, shit, man. Damn. Wow. Discipline, bro. And I, I, you just touched on that. How, how can you how can someone develop that kind of discipline to change that mindset? Yeah. So here's the other thing. And here's probably the most powerful piece. Your ability to control yourself um to have self-denial to listen to your conscience um all of that will Mm. guide you to a place of power a place of high vibration a place to find the man that when he shows up and walks in a room he shocks the room with his entry like people like Mm. what is that feeling who is this man what is different about you well that's Mm. what he did in the dark for the last fucking 10 years that's what's different about that man right 
And so yeah. when you relent and you have that drink, you eat that shit, or you don't work out when you said you're going to, or you let the anger take over and you snap at your wife and you yell at your kids, guess what? God's taking that power from you because you can't be trusted with it. So, and so your power meter will drop. And that means whatever you do that day, however you show up, you probably won't be living your purpose. The person you were supposed to inspire, impact, and motivate, it won't happen. Mm -hmm. So you maybe because you didn't fall through that morning, you'll probably mm -hmm. fuck somebody up because you were supposed to inspire them to change and you didn't. So now that didn't happen. So you basically fucked that person over. Right. Right. So yeah. in the short term, maybe you had a, maybe you have your own business. You were supposed to show up empowered and get that deal that was going to take your business to the next level. But because you didn't show up with a fucking vein coming down your neck off your shoulder, walking with your chest up on fire because you were up early, you got your mind right, you got your workout done, and you've been doing that for years, mm. right? That's right. You get that deal. But you didn't because when you walked in the room, they were like, look at this slob. Shit, man. Wow. Wow. Oof. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. No. So hey, now Rob, you start I'm, to get I'm, a I'm reason taking, for getting I'm up in the notes. morning. I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. So if it seems like I'm quiet, that's all it is. I'm just taking <laughs> notes. Talk about, and you know, I, I have two boys. So the goal with, with them for me is always to be transparent, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, I want them to see me fail because they know what that looks like but they also will see me get up and try again. They will never see me quit, but it's important for them to see me fail. How, how, how do you create that kind of balance? Oh man, my, my kids just watched me like, they watched me, they watched me become a fireman after losing everything, like, like going bankrupt, bro. I like, we had a great life. I had, I had everything. We had our dream house. I'd escape entire skate park in my backyard. My older boys watched me lose it all and have to start from scratch go to paramedic school while volunteering as a fireman while uh working as an emt like just grinding get my my job as a firefighter paramedic they watched me go through that stress and pressure and then starting over again i went to another department five years later and started over again they watched that and then they watched the the growth of superhuman fathers and they watched me fail day in and day out and some days were good and some days were rough and they saw the money go up and down and they watched it. They watched the grind. They watched my 20-hour days. And then still taking moments to go ride skateboards with them and then get back right on the phone again. Like, they saw the failures and the wins. And they saw what it took to win. They saw what it actually takes to win. Yeah. That, that's a good feeling, though, man. It is, bro. It is, it is, it is. You know, and you have to win. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. In the end, you got to win for your kids. They got to. It's got to end in a win. You yeah. can't just struggle and not win you have to have results it has yeah, to happen they got to see it Shit, man. yeah yeah bro. I'm, I'm i'm pumped <laughs> yeah man like you have to show your kids dad can make money you have to show your kids dad is fucking ripped you have to show your kids this is how dad deals with frustration with challenge with mm -hmm. failure you have to show them and then they go, oh, damn, look how dad does it. And look at the results that he got. Otherwise, they can believe you. Like, in the end, I get so much shit talk about on my, like, ads, on my Instagram or whatever. All I have to say is, look at my results. Yeah. Like, look at my men. Shut the fuck yeah. up. 
Like results. Wait, wait, wait man. You getting, you getting hate? You getting hate on your? Oh IG? shit, ton, bro. There's so many idiots out there that are so miserable that just project their negativity. Most of the time, it doesn't affect me. But when I'm when I'm like a little stressed, which happens mm -hmm. as a fucking business owner with five kids trying to keep your body together and fucking control your food, control your emotional responses. Some of these motherfuckers, dude. I like like well, I think it was two days ago, man. Like. This has been a pretty stressful week business-wise for me. I've had to make some very big decisions. But, um, like, I started getting a lot of hate that day, and I was fucking pissed. And I was starting to write back to him, and I usually don't. And I'm right. like, I go, ah, no, I'll just delete it all. And then uh, one of my buddies, uh, Reliant Fitness is his, uh, is his Instagram. He's another fireman that has, like, a – he has a fitness business. He has he had this this post that had a bunch of haters on it. So I just fucking lit all them up. I was like, fuck you guys. Because it was on his page, it was his haters. So I, was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna defend him and get all this energy out, you know? So I fucked all them up and uh and then I felt better. <laughs> <laughs> He's all oh shit, thanks, bro. I was like, Yeah, you got they got a little backlash of my own hate over here. Oh man. Okay, so 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I wouldn't have guessed that, man. I I was like, I'm I'm thinking, okay, he's just empowering the world. I, I wouldn't think anybody would come at you like that. No. Oh shit. yeah, dude, I get so much. Huh? I, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that, man. Okay, so talk about talk about that healthy balance, man. I I know you know the musician thing, the firefighter, the father, the husband, the skateboard. Talk about how how do you create a healthy balance with that, with all those things that are going on? How how I know it's not easy. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put like stack the the, the boulders in the places that are the most important, and, mm -hmm. and like and then everything else is worked in between. So, like, f family has to be number one. A lot of people say, I go, what's the most important thing in your life? To say my family, and then I look at their life, and I'm like, you're a fucking liar. Mm -hmm. It's you it, it it it's your own. Uh, you're, you're you're seeking for dopamine is your most important thing. Your fucking drink, your food, your jerk off sessions. That's what's important to you. So don't bullshit us because we see your life. Wow. Right. So when you say that, you have to live that. Like that yeah. means you show up for them at a very high level. You control your emotional reactions. You serve your family. You do the most. You need the least. I'm here to mm. serve you. I need nothing from you. Like this is the attitude you have to have if your family truly is the most important thing to you. That's your first boulder. And then, and then you got to take care of them. And if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of them. And right. the level at which you take care of yourself is the level at which you will show up for them. And they have to be seen with your ass. So if your fat ass is walking around with them and you're sloppy, they got to walk around with sloppy dad and your wife's got this sloppy husband. And it's like, God damn, he has to come. Like I'm, they're embarrassed of you. Like mm. that's, how how and, and you know what? No wife or kids wants a fucking average dad or husband either. They don't mm. want an average looking dad or husband. Like, do them a favor, put in the minimal amount of work to like have a frame, to look right. good, to like be lean, be athletic, like be somebody your wife's like, yeah, that's my husband. Look at him. Yeah, shit, man. Yeah, bro. I've been a personal trainer for more than 30 years. You know, I have a background in Muay Thai, kickboxing, and that kind of thing. And yeah. just being honest, man, I, I take all that for granted. Yeah. I take yeah. all that for granted. Yeah. The, the way this podcast came about, I've been, I can just put myself out there. I've been dragging my ass for more than a year to do yeah. this. Yeah. For more than a year. And I had a car accident um two months ago today. 
two months ago today, and I have uh, three um, discs that are misplaced and a tear in my left wrist, which I'm rehabbing. Yep. So it sat me down. Yeah. And the Missy was like, do your podcast. Yeah, bro. Sometimes yeah. your injuries, like these catastrophic events, that's where like the most epic shit is born from. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's where that is for me, man. Yeah. Talk, talk about, and I, I know you're a fitness buff, man. I watched the the Ben, I watched you guys you working out with your son and the rest of that. It, I love it, bro. I love it because I'm the same way with my kids. Talk about how nutrition and fitness um, plays a role in the Superhuman Fathers program. Yeah, man, dude, you you can't you cannot be like in, in alignment if you're gluttonous or lazy. You just can't. Mm -hmm. and, and God's given us this body, and most people just piss on it and say, oh, thanks, whatever. Mm -hmm. you know? But for you to truly respect yourself, like you have to work that body and turn it into a machine. And if you don't, you're selfish. Like mm -hmm. you, you're just truly ungrateful because yeah. it doesn't take much. It literally takes 45 minutes to an hour. Just mm -hmm. work the body and then have a system of how you eat and do it in control. And I'm telling you, what you put in your mouth will – make you more in alignment and spiritually connected than anything else. Why? Because it's so hard. If you get your food dialed in, you ain't going to have a hard time drinking. You ain't going to have a hard time with drugs. You're going to kick porn. If you're stuck on that, like mm. it is a practice of discipline, right? It's, yeah. it's this foundation. And, and it's the first thing that starts to slip. You know, when you kind of have the fuckets, you're like, ah, I'm just going to let loose today. Mm -hmm. You start eating like shit and you're like, well, I could have some drinks. And you're like, oh, you know, I mean, I could just, I'll just take the day off completely and just, just follow my, my carnal urges. And then, and then just, just try to love yourself after you have one of those days. Like look at, look at yourself in the mirror and like yeah. try to have any respect at all. You won't. Yeah. And when yeah, you, yeah. when you hate yourself in the mirror, guess what's going to come out to the rest of the world? Hate and negativity. Mm. And you cannot give what you haven't earned. So if you haven't earned the right to love yourself, you can't love mm -hmm. anybody else. And that's just a fact. You can stand in the mirror like people say and like just accept who you are. Just accept who you are. I accept yes. you. I accept <laughs> you. you can say it all fucking day, but it's not gonna stick unless you're actually doing what your conscience is pulling you to do. The the self-talk that people think is negative is actually the voice telling them what they need to do to actually have an epic life and stop being depressed. Damn, man. But wow. they don't listen. You go, oh, that's negativity. No, that's the truth. Yeah, shit, bro. Damn. Okay. Ah, two, two, twofold question. Um, someone who's struggling to find motivation to make changes. Your response would be? Get your ass around people that are doing what you want to do. Number one, okay. you will not do it alone. You'll keep, you'll keep dragging your feet. You'll keep making excuses. You'll make a little bit of effort. And then you'll quit on yourself again. You have to be around savages that are going to hold you accountable. That's yeah. it. Shit, man. Yeah, I want, I want to plug what you do, bro, because there's definitely, and not even a market. What you do is a necessity, in my opinion, man. I think we would be better as a society if we had more men the, the, with, in the program in which you're turning out. So incorporating spirituality and mindset into Superhuman Fathers program. How, how does that work? Everything. Everything is about alignment, my friend. So, like, you, you want, you, the power is directly connected to spiritual alignment. Yes. So when you have an inclination that you need to do something like this podcast, if you didn't do that, you would be damaging your spirit and your future. Yeah. Like that is, a, that is a calling. There's like, you are called to do this. And that goes down to even very minute things where you're about to eat something and you get this inclination. Like, why am I eating this? This is not good for me. I, I don't need this. That is mm -hmm. a calling from your higher self 
from God, from the universe, telling you what you need to do to get to your next level. And your next level will create doors that will open for you to have great success and great opportunities and, and these exceptional experiences and emotional, amazing experiences. But if you do not heed that voice in that poll, you'll be stuck forever. Yeah, shit, man. I was listening to a uh, pot uh, one of you did with uh, Jonathan Reels. And yeah. I, reach, I just reached out to him this morning via a message on IG to see if I can get him to be on the show. Because yes. I, I, love, I love what my man is doing also, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, superhuman fathers, man. And the impact that it's had on you personally. Oh, I don't even know. This, the, the old me's dead, my friend. Like th this new creature and where it's going, I don't even, I can't even imagine what what happens in, in two years from now. Like it's, it's so exciting in so many levels. Um, because the, the, the level of progress that I'm having being pushed by my men, mm -hmm. it, <laughs> I can't, I could have never even imagined. Shit, man. I got to stay ahead of the pack, bro. <laughs> I get it, man. You, you keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm, okay. What's next for you guys? Um, very simple. Um, bring as the world into superhuman fathers. Every father in the entire fucking world needs to join us. And, um, and then make sure that we just get better and better at, at, and faster at these transformations, which I mean, our transformations are insanely fast. Like you, you look at the numbers, it's like hundred days, 120 days, 80 days. Some guys are 30 days. Damn. And I'm not talking about the physical man. Like, yeah, I know the pictures are the physical part, but that's the least important. It's just, mm -hmm. it, it's the discipline that it takes to get there. And yeah. then. And then we take that discipline and we tie it to spiritual things. And then we take that spiritual idea of discipline and we incorporate it into the other parts of our life that are important. Shit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, bro. I really am. And, you know, I, I, and it sounds, I've used it so much where it sounds cliche to me. I know a ton of males. I don't know a lot of men. Yeah. I, and that's, that's real talk. And yeah. I know I grew up hard and the examples that I had from my father were always in the visual, you know, not, not in the, not in the spiritual realm, but you know, pops, my pops didn't talk to me. You know, he led, he led by example and he was a strong man with prowess, uh, but he, he got prostate cancer and to see that weakness where he needed somebody. Yeah. All, all of a sudden he, you know, his, he felt his mortality yeah. and that came down where all of a sudden it's just like, you see him differently. Yeah, you, know, you view him differently, and it wasn't just you know this man that you put on a pedestal. You see his his aura, you know him in his organic state, where yeah. he you know he's vulnerable. Yeah. So that that part was one of the best uh, visual aspects that I had of my father, and that changed my view of him. So it changed the way I looked at him completely. Yeah. So, but this right here, man, and what you're doing, I cannot say enough good things about. For those who are listening, who want to get in contact with you and see what it is you're a part of, don't don't do that stupid shit that people are doing on IG and leaving them bad messages. What would you What would you tell them, man? Go ahead. Uh -huh. Yeah, man. Uh, go Instagram at Superhuman Fathers. Like that that the guy on the other side of the DMs. That's me, bro. I don't yeah. I don't play any DM games. I hate that shit when you reach out to somebody and uh, it's some bot or some fake person that's pretending to be them, mm. like. If you do that bullshit, like I don't trust you. Like, yeah, like I, I hate that stuff. Unless you say, hey, this is not so and so. I'm just working for them. That's cool. But yeah. be honest, when they're pretending to be the guy, I hate that shit. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Like it's me. You want to talk to me? I'm all over the DMS, man. Like come. And then if you want to uh, have an appointment with myself or any of the brothers, just go to superhumanfathers.com, uh, book an appointment and uh, come join us. Yeah. Definitely check my man out, man. I mean, bro, this, uh, I, 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 I wish we had this earlier on. You know, we, we, we had a group that we were trying to do our thing with and figure lifehood out when we were younger and we'd get together, but it wasn't based on any real foundation. You get it? A lot of it yeah. was, we, we thought it was mentoring. When we look at it now, it wasn't. We thought we were helping. When we look at it now, it was actually counterproductive when yeah, we were judging. Yeah. So I, I wish wish this was around when I was younger but it's here now so with that I'm going to promote you as much as I can real talk appreciate that Sean thank you hey bro appreciate you doing this with me and I hope we can connect again soon and I I got questions on top of questions (laughs) yeah man just keep in touch like you know where I'm at yes sir I appreciate you brother I know you're busy go ahead and do your thing be safe all right brother yes sir You've been listening to me and the crew with your host, Shawnee Leverett. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. Before we wrap up, though, I have a special request for you. I value your feedback and would love to hear your thoughts about the show. If you have a moment, can I ask you to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for me and the crew? Your reviews not only provide me with valuable insight, but they also help me reach a wider audience. It would make a tremendous difference in helping me grow and continue delivering valuable content to you and others. Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for listening.